All right, man. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to Talk to Me, the podcast nobody asked for. And today's special guest is Be the Installer. So, you know what, man? Obviously, you have nothing else to do on this Monday afternoon than talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> am, I, am I correct in that? I mean, it's somewhat quiet here. There's some banging next door from the construction, but the kids are gone, so it's pretty quiet. Yeah. All right, cool. Pretty chill. All right. Well, you know what, man? I just wanted to uh, just chat with you. Just, you know, man to man, YouTuber to YouTuber. I'm, I'm going to ask you some technical questions because you're the TV guy, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I know a little bit about a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Of, that that sounds about like my expertise, man. I'm not an expert in anything except exactly. now. <laughs> jack, jack of jack of all trades, but master of none. I think that's not how it goes. one, not a single yeah. one. All right, man. Well, tell us about yourself, man. You, you just mentioned you had kids. How many kids you got? Uh, two kids, um, your wife and two kids, I got a little dog. And, uh, so <clears throat> things are crazy, man. It's been like nuts trying to get the YouTube off the ground, but doing it for coming up on two years now. Um, really the last year has been crazy. And uh, yeah, with the children, it's now they're starting to become helpful and helping me do videos and, you know, shooting little clips of gaming sh footage. And on my last video about the big 83 inch Sony TV, we have my six-year-old got to, uh, you know, show me how to use the, the remote and tell me the best features of the remote, which he did splendidly, probably better than I could have. So a little uh, addition to the videos. My wife always helps me out too. So I got a lot of support and I enjoy doing it. So it's a great compliment to my business of, you know, TV, home theater installation. So wait a minute. You're, you said your six-year-old was teaching you how to use the remote. So is no, this no, like he wasn't familiar? teaching me. He was, he, he <laughs> like, so what happened was, is we were like chilling on Friday night or Thursday night. Uh -huh. And the video was coming out Saturday. And so like Thursday night, he just, he grabbed the remote and I'm like, Jacoby, do you want to like be in the video? Cause you like that remote. It's glows in the dark. He's like, mm. Oh yeah, I could say. And he goes, this remote is okay, but it's just black and it, the buttons don't light up. So I can't see anything, but this remote, it's basically like white and it glows in the dark. So it's really cool. And he did it so well. I'm like, Oh man, I wish I had my camera going. So then I had to make him redo the whole thing on camera Gotcha. Uh, the next night and then he shot it, but he, you know, the kids are really learning a lot more than they thought they would about TVs, but it's going to be good for them. <laughs> you know what, man, since you and I met, what was this? Was this about a month ago? What, how long ago was prime day? Something like that. It was like late June. Yeah. Okay. We probably met a couple weeks before that. So mid June. Yeah. Okay. And you just said you've been on YouTube for two years. I'm looking at you, man. You got 59 K subscribers. How'd you pull that off inside of two years? Well, I don't know, man. Um, I think I just try to like make every video that I make is, mm -hmm. you know, I want it to be like exactly what people would use, or I just feel like it may not be something I even want to shoot. So I've been just trying to hit mm -hmm. metrics, but you know, I just feel like if I'm going to give people something, I want it to be a very broad, you know, video that I think a lot of people can use. And the TV installation videos seem to like not start off like very popular, but then they get like, pushed onto the homepage uh, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And so like, uh, you know, four or five of those have gone viral in some sense, you know, whether it be like a half a million views or a couple hundred yeah. thousand views. So, you know, normally 90 to 180 days down the road, if it has a, you know, a solid view time and, you know, kind of generally, you know, acceptable installation practices that people are like, oh, I could, I would like to learn how to hide my wires on my TV. Right. And then yeah. it's like, boom, you know. So that, I mean, you're really creating value for people because you got the idiots out there like me who buy a big ass TV and then they're like, all right, how do I put this <laughs> on my wall? 
And then where do you go? YouTube, right? And then you yeah. find B sitting there and he's got his 83 inch TV up on the wall. You're like, how do you do that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, man, YouTube, like people just don't know. YouTube is, I mean, the people that are on here know, but I think a majority of people just don't understand how useful YouTube is, you know? I mean, I can find anything on there, you know? Dude, YouTube University, the place to learn any and everything. I mean, everything. Talking from people eating noodles to, <laughs> to installing TV. I mean, some of the stuff I'll have to admit is not as like practical or, but, but to each his own and everybody that's creating on YouTube, I'm always like, I'm down for that. I, I appreciate you being on there doing anything. Yeah. Like I check out sneaker reviews. Like I'm watching Jimmy Fallon, like watching the tonight, you know, all the, like I'm all over the place. Yeah. I'm learning on Veritasium. I'm watching like gray, you know, all these videos that are funny and quirky and weird, just everything, man. Yeah. Trying to learn. <laughs> okay. So you install professionally though, right? Yeah. I've been doing that for 15 years. So I started a business in 2006. Uh -huh. um, and it was kind of like a friend was like, Hey, I want to get my TV on the wall. You said you did construction. Can you help me? And I'm like, nah, I don't want to help. And he's like, I'll pay you 150 bucks. And I'm like, sounds good. <laughs> so I went over and I'm like, you know, I, I knew where the studs were and I knew how to do some things like that and uh, started it, man. And, you know, then I just, he was like, oh, you should put it on Craigslist, put a post on Craigslist. Uh -huh. So I just started following the typical like handyman type business uh, model, <laughs> putting it on Craigslist and Google and all that stuff started blowing up and, you know, it's uh, ebbs and flows, but it's been a decent business. And um, I think, at, you know, basically in 2019, I met a person who has a, a million, almost a million subscribers on their channel. And she was like, or her husband was like, hey, you know, you know, you want to help us out? This, this, you should try to shoot a video about something like this. You're so good. You know, you're pretty good at it. So I was like, yeah, it's a good idea. They gave me a little shout out, got a couple hundred subscribers from like their people, but mostly that was women. And, you know, my people that watch my videos are like 95% men or more. So, yeah. you know, that was, it was nice of them, but really it got me vote, motivated to do this, you know? And, gotcha. and then it was just like, after that, I'm watching people like Sean Canal and those like how to make your YouTube channel grow and what things you should do and what things you shouldn't do. And just trying to catch some momentum on some of the videos, you know? I got you. So, you know, as far as doing something for a living and then kind of you, you definitely have. I mean, it's easy to see that you got an interest in the, in what you're doing. Right. So yeah. to, to take what you like to turn it into what you do and then monetize it like twice over in the sense of YouTube, that's that's pretty incredible, man. It really is. Yeah, it's um, it's probably like a really good. Uh, thing for younger people to understand. Like if mm -hmm. you want, if you want to, if you're doing something or even like out of college, I gave my cousin advice. If you're doing something out of college, you're going to start a career, like start some social media, start some videos on the topic on your own, you know, because it's crazy. Like I said, how interesting it is for some people to watch you do anything. And I've had people be like, yeah. oh, you should start a, a Twitch stream and just like, like stream your jobs. And I'm like, that would be interesting, but uh, who who knows how to do that? And now now Twitch is like blown up, and everybody does Twitch. But yeah, um, except me. me too. <laughs> yeah, I don't either, man. I, you know, I'm still just trying to learn YouTube. Like, <laughs> but you're right. I think uh, it's really cool because my wife and I, I think after I had already started YouTube and I'd done it for six months, mm -hmm. I was like, Jen, I don't know how I can reach more people. How can I do more installs? I just don't understand it. I'm maybe I'm too old. You're so, you know mm -hmm. so. And then we're like, you know, another six months later went by and that 
how to hide your wire video blew up and it's got, you know, it got, I think it had like 180,000 minutes in one day. And I'm like, man, that is crazy to think that, you know, 30,000 hours of people watching this one video on one day, you know, on black <laughs> Friday or, or the, the Saturday after small business Saturday or whatever. Yeah. hundred. So 30,000 hours of viewing on one video about a TV installation. So I found my way to, you know, reach more people, I guess. Man, that's because people like me exist. That's yeah, why you are the <laughs> savior for people like me. I, I cannot tell you how many times I have been working either on my truck or car or doing something inside the house, whether it's electrical wiring or something. And I started out thinking, all right, I got this. And then I don't know, 30 minutes into it, a bunch of wires and a few Home Depot trips later, I'm oh, on YouTube, bro. You don't even know. You don't even know. I did the same thing with my car, man. I we were we were hustling to get to a baseball game. The car wouldn't start. Put the jumper cables on backwards and fried my wife's car. And Are you I had serious? To, I had to change like six fuses. I had to pull the alternator fuse out the bottom of the fuse box, like. I, I pulled so hard on it, I hit my nose with uh, the pliers and I had like a bloody nose. So trust me, man, I know you're, and oh, nobody. Yeah, on, I, got, I gotta ask more questions, but I've oh. never seen what happens when you cross the wire. So yeah, cross the stream, don't do it, man. Don't cross <laughs> the streams. So, so was it like a big, just a big spark? Did it push you back? What? It was like, no, it was like going like, it was like, it was like spark, 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 you know, it was like kind of getting crazy. And then we're like, I don't think this is right. So. I like flipped them. I, I, I took them off. I, I took them off. And um, so then it was like, we, we tried to turn the car on and it was like not happening. And then I was like, uh, okay. And so my wife's like, I think you just, I think you fried it now. And I'm like, oh no. So I flipped them and did it right, but nothing, it wasn't happening. Yeah. So then it, then it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even turn over or anything. <sighs> And I popped the fuse box off and I could see a couple of the few. I went through the fuse list and I'm like, okay, that one's dead. Flip that one. That one's dead. Flip that one. Nothing happening. So then I talked to somebody over at like one of those stores where they sell battery, you know, batteries. And they're like, oh yeah, it's probably the alternator one because that's the big one. And if you fry that one, you got to take it all apart. And so, yeah, sure enough, there was no video on this either. There was some videos similar, uh -huh. but there was no videos on this specific one on YouTube. So I was like, man, I'm in, I'm in trouble. Three days later, man, <laughs> it was it was annoying. I, I had Dang. to unscrew it and everything. And, and like, that's why it hit me in the nose because I was trying to pull the fuse out, but oh. it, it had, it was like completely a circle. So um, it wasn't coming out no matter how hard I pulled. That fuse was like locked on with a nut. So I had oh. to unscrew that nut, take the fuse off and the replacement fuses had like the split. So then, you know, you loosen it up the second time it will pull out. But the, the one that comes on this, you know, RAV4 or whatever, my wife's car uh -huh. was not coming out and I got a bloody nose to prove it. And yeah, it was not fun. So wow. YouTube so what, exists for a reason, man. Yeah. So what should have taken like, I don't know, 15 minutes took you three days, you said? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And what, what should have been like being five minutes late for a baseball game ended up being, and you know, we got there two minutes before the game started. Like, I mean, we were supposed wow. to be there an hour early, but we got, we had a pile in my truck and take my truck and that car sat there for like a week sitting there just oh waiting God. to be you know, fixed because it was i never thought about what happens <sighs> if you cross the streams yeah now, man hey everybody out there watching this don't cross the streams. don't try yeah. that at home because it ain't no youtube videos out there to save your ass either <laughs> yeah there needs to be someone's got to make one of them videos oh man i'm not doing that one i no, yeah. i ain't got that kind of money
Oh, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, a bunch of cheap fuses, but still, I mean, it was probably a $20 fix. But, Man, I, you know, I'm also fuses, though, right? Yeah. But I'm also too stubborn to take it to a, a mechanic unless it's something serious. You know what I mean? Like, if it's yeah. in the engine, I have no no shot at fixing it. So then I'll take it in. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, man. So you said you have, okay, how many boys? I got two boys, 10 and six, about to have birthdays. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Two boys, 10 and six. Any girls? No. So just not, two boys. That's it. We're done. <laughs> done. Okay. He's, he's called it quits. We got so a what? dog and we got a dog. That's it. Ah, okay. What kind of dog you got, man? Uh, I got a pug. Um, actually, I thought, he, I thought he was in here for a minute, but my wife jumped in here for a minute man, and uh, he was in here. But yeah, I got a pug, man. He's a, he's a two-year-old pug. He is like crazy energy. Like I, I shoot shadows on the wall with my phone and he's just jumping off the wall. He literally does like parkour against the wall. And oh, that's you know, awesome. he'll do it against your nuts if you're not careful too. So you got to watch out because for <laughs> real, like if he, if he wants to jump and you're there, he has his feet go right in the middle and you just, oh, ah, yeah. So you got to be careful. <laughs> he's a great but dog though. At least he's small though. Our dog, yeah. Ray, he's a, he's a six month old giant schnauzer. He weighs six, yeah. just over 75 pounds. Today we took him to the dog park for the very first time. Oh he's, yeah. He's only had play dates with his older brother who's a year older and probably 50 pounds heavier. Oh uh, damn. He's only just had, you know, those play dates with just that dog and he gets his butt kicked every time. They just wrestle and, you know, he gets dominated. <laughs> but uh we take him to this dog park and you know, there's the part where you can go into the water and stuff. And he's like, "Oh my god, there's other dogs here and they got water and, and fire hydrants oh, yeah. and all kinds of hit my he is just like his brain is just cycling." And uh I said, come here. So he comes running with everything he's got mouth wide open. And I can see he's not applying the brakes. <laughs> he comes and he spears me right in the belly button. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, I had to go sit down, man. Yeah. They <laughs> he got you. I had to go sit down for a minute. Let him go play. <laughs> he hit you with the stomach punch, man. Hey, did is that Mike Tyson uppercut right there? Some of those best professionals sit down when they get hit in the stomach. You know, oh, that. he got me so good. But what's yeah, it like we, being a dad, man? You got you said six and ten. So I mean, you're still in the you're you're in the in the combat zone right now with those eight. <laughs> that is a good way to describe it, and I know yeah, that you know combat, that. So, dude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, like they're really good brothers for the most part. I tell my wife, it's like 95% of the time they're fantastic with each other. And then the other 5% of the time they're like oil and water. But you know, the six year old, it's funny because my 10 year old is like a goody two shoes. He's starting to get a little bit, you know, sassy, but he is always like, I tried, I snuck in some like sweet tarts into the to the water park yesterday and he's like don't do it don't do it i'm like dude i gotta take the contraband in I, they got nothing in there except it's like 20 dollars for everything so i like sneak in because they, they won't let you bring anything but water in there and they like yeah. check your bags like crazy so he's like don't do it i'm like come on man it's just sweet tarts so he's all nervous as i'm walking past security with sweet tarts in my pants i'm like come on man so oh, but man. then the little guy he is he's like ruthless he'll do anything so I, we got to watch out for the six-year-old and jacoby his name's jacoby yeah we we had um yeah, I'm a big Yankees fan. So, uh, you know, Jacoby Ellsbury, we called him uh, Derek Jeter Walsh until uh, he was born and we actually picked the name. So that was pretty funny. That so we funny. would always, we always say like Derek Jeter Walsh, you know, that, that's the baby's name. But then we, cho we chose Jacoby. Jacoby Ellsbury was playing for them. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jacoby's a cute name. So Aiden and Jacoby. And yeah, man, they're uh, pretty good kids and, and they're both in sports and, you know, Aiden scored, I think, four touchdowns in his first football game this season. And he like he he uh, plays with a bunch of older kids and okay. trains with older kids. So he's he's a pretty good athlete already. 
Nice, nice. Okay, so Aiden's the ten year old though, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. And what position? He plays. Yeah, every they they tried him out at quarterback. He threw a okay. touchdown. He he re, ran for a touchdown, received for a touchdown, and got a pick six in his first game. And um, over but place. yeah, but he um he he's he hasn't played quarterback much. We do training with this uh, coach who who does one day quarterback and the next day is like uh, agility and all that. And so he's doing that. He 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 can't wear him out, man. He did that agility training. He's like, I'm gonna barf. I'm gonna barf. And then he got done. He's like, I want to do that again. And I'm like, you're crazy, man. <laughs> That sounds like a 10 year old kid, man. <laughs> right. I remember those days of playing yeah. like, you know, 30 hours of, you know, uh, kickball straight, you know? Hell yeah, man. We used to play basketball after. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, this is high school, man. This is probably freshman and sophomore year. We would play basketball at this, uh, this elementary school. And we would play. You remember the salt lines on your shirt, man? You play so hard. Oh my your, your sweat dries. And I had like dry. yellow yeah. pits all the time, man. You know, oh, dude. Hell yeah. I that was a was, baller, dude. Those were the days, man. Those Absolutely. The days. Man. Absolutely. The last time I sweat like that, I, I damn near died. Like as an adult. Like you, <laughs> oh, you sweat like that as an adult, you're gonna die. Like you need to be admitted somewhere. Or or like <laughs> like I was I was just like a couple days ago practice for the little kids. So I coached the six-year-olds and uh at every end of the practice, we do the sharks versus minnow, where like you got a bunch of like people chasing one person with the flags. And then after we're all done with that, they want me to do it. So I get the football and I put the flags in my hips and I, I, I like intentionally kind of backpedal and go like, <clears throat> like I Deion Sanders, it, you know, like I'm all over the place uh-huh. and I do one of those and I'm like, Oh my God, I feel like I'm going to barf. You know, I'm like, I'm yeah, man, you gotta go sit down. <laughs> I got like, I need like a couple of days off after that. <laughs> And then the next morning you feel like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. What was I doing yesterday? And, and I, I got, you know, I got vaccinated mm-hmm. like three days after my second vaccinate, you know, vaccination. I tried doing that once and I literally was out for two days after that because that really takes a lot out of you. That second oh, vac- yeah. vaccination. I was like, out of, I mean, I was already tired a couple of days, uh-huh. but then like I tried to run and I didn't realize how like tired i still was from that you know yeah yeah so okay so i got oh man i don't even know which one i got i think it was moderna i'm pretty sure yeah that's what i had wait man i don't know i don't freaking know i was gonna ask you which one you got and because i the first the first uh, part of my vaccination it was like nothing my wife got it she was down like she got on a friday she was down all weekend and she went back to work everything was fine on monday but that second dose (laughs) <laughs> that second yeah. dose jacked me up for like a day. It, it did, but I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, my wife had it. She was she's in kind of like uh, the health industry, so mm-hmm. she works with older people. Uh, you know, training people. Mm-hmm. So they got vaccinated earlier. So I saw the first one was okay. It just hurt her arm, and then the second one, she was out of commission for a day. Yeah. And um, so I planned on that. I had a, I had both of them on a Saturday, so mm-hmm. it was good. Okay, but man, yeah. that second one, I, it took me to like the next Thursday before I felt right. You know what I mean? Oh, it got you good. Okay. Yeah. No, I was, I was not, I was like, okay, I slept all day Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went and coached a game. And then like in the afternoon, I was like, I might need to lay down for a minute. I think I woke up like four hours later <laughs> and the next day I just kind of felt, you know, a little bit like, you know, sweaty and all that. Yeah. Like, uh, like I was getting a fever, but then it was like more just like, I felt it in my gut. You know, like I felt it in my liver the next couple of days. Like I had no energy. I was just like, oh, you know, so yeah. that's kind of stuff that makes people not want but, to get it. <laughs> but here's the thing. But here's the thing. I don't do well when I get like the flu. So okay. for me, 
that was like my indication that I wouldn't do good if I got the COVID virus. You know what I mean? Okay, like I yeah. wouldn't be good. I'm so that's why that. I got it because I am not dying of that COVID virus. So I am getting the vaccine because I, I was in science. I went to school for science. Uh-huh. I, you know what I mean? Like, dude, I'm going to tell you, saving um, lives, man. I, I don't do well sick period. I, I like mm-hmm. to joke around and say, I got tiger blood in me and I can find anything off. Let me tell you, sir, when me and my wife got married, we went to Alaska. And we had a great trip. Nice. It was like 10 days. And oh, that'd be um, fun. it was amazing, man. If you've never been, you got to go. I haven't, I haven't. I'd love to make the trip. It's worth it. Uh, on the way back, we get on the plane. Everything's going great, right? We get on the plane. I start hearing, it, you know, Alaska is kind of like an older person's vacation. Once you go there, <laughs> you'll see a bunch of blue and silver hair, you know, walking around the cruise ship if you're on a cruise. So we get on the plane, there's a bunch of old people coughing and hacking up stuff, right? I'm kind of <laughs> grossed out because, like, dude, like, you're in the back of me. It feels like it's on the back of my neck. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> close, bro. And, you know, we're just, and it's a long flight, you know, from, like, Alaska to Canada back to where I am in Houston, Texas. And, man, old boy just back there, just, just his whole body, his soul is just coming out of his mouth. I'm like, dude, somebody's going to die once they get off this plane. And it was me. I got, I ended up getting the flu oh, from somebody. I'm going to blame it on that fella. And um, yeah, man, I think I had like 104 temperature. It was so bad. I remember in the middle of the night, I was hurting so bad. I couldn't move. Like I was paralyzed. My lip was quivering. And my wife, she wanted to give me some water because I could not move. She had to like, pour little sips of the water into my mouth. And I was like, this is so bad. Like I can't do anything for myself. This is the flu. This is the real flu. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Dude. You're, you're lucky you didn't get that. Flu. You're lucky you didn't get that on the way up to the trip. You know what I mean? Oh like man. Get that flu, catch that flu. Like the second day of your trip, that'd have been yeah, worse. That would have been awful. Yeah. But you I, know, <laughs> good thing for my wife. If I would have died, then we were married, whatever insurance she would have got. There you so. go. <laughs> Hey, listen, you're always thinking, look at you're such a nice guy. You're thinking like positive, that. bro. <laughs> uh, man, I, 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 we, um, 2012, I remember it like it was yesterday, man. We got food poison from Domino's dude. Uh-huh. And I mean, I was in the hospital. It was that bad. Like six people got food poison. Three of us were in the hospital, the same hospital that night. So, you know, it was something. pizza. I don't even want to go into it. I don't know, man. They all I know is the epidemiologist from this from the county said that that sort of like time period for how fast you got sick was like literally someone like like dropping something from the rear end on the pizza or something like not good. Damn. So yeah, it was not. And they had they investigated it. It was like we had a lawyer, but it, it ended up being like this dude was like retiring and kind of just quit on us. But man, you know, it was just more like. I don't know how companies can get away with that and just like make a bunch of people sick. Our, our, our yeah. son was one year old. So he had a little bit of the pizza. We're like hoping he didn't get sick. He didn't though. But yeah. my wife got sick first and she was like deathly ill, but she didn't go to the hospital, but she's like, Oh, I'm, you know, it was bad. I don't even want to describe it. But then I was like, Oh, I feel so bad for you. I'm like, I don't, I don't get sick like that. I feel, you know, but <laughs> I'll take care of you, babe. I'll take care of you, you know? But like, for some reason I just don't get sick like that. And then like, Three hours later, I just mm. got sick as can be, man. It was I was even worse. Oh I, they, man. They had to they had to come help me up. Uh the 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 ambulance, the people, the EMTs walking me up the stairs, putting me on a like stretcher. I had no fluids in me. Are you they serious? had to give me yeah, they had to give me fluids and medicines and stuff. I was there all night at the hospital. It was crazy. 
from Domino's Pizza. Yeah, and, and now they, that Domino's Pizza is right down the street from me. I moved right next to it. So now it's like right there laughing at me all the time. Okay, bro. I got to ask you now. Did, have you gone there to eat? Hell something? no. <laughs> no. I think one time, listen, I think one time someone tricked us and like there was Domino's Pizza at a party and we ate it before we knew it or something. Oh. But, but like, I, you know, all was good and nothing happened. But people around here eat it and all that, and, you know. Obviously, oh, it's just man. like but, any other place; it happens. But so man, you just I, won't I go can't. I, no, no. Oh, I didn't even like it then, man. And I feel stupid, you know. Oh yeah. Because we like the place over here that's like good pizza. You know, it's like yeah. It's got like it's like the small mom and pop shop that we eat from all the time, and they got the great pizza. You know. Man, let me tell you a quick story about how stubborn I am when it comes to a food virus. So when I first moved to Houston, I worked at this machine shop, and on the weekends. You know, we we all worked overtime and on Saturday and Sunday and somebody would make a taco run to the local or, you know, closest taco truck. Man, these damn fajita tacos were so good. Oh, man, these are the best fajita tacos you ever have in your life. They had this salsa verde that they would bring. You know, we just douse it on the tacos and just go in. We're doing this for many months, right? Because I'm new to the game. But then there's this one day, me and my friend Derek, we decided during the week we're going to go eat there for lunch which is something we had never done. It's only weekends. You know what I'm saying? We go there on a, on like a, I don't know, a Tuesday or whatever. And uh, we get the tacos. We do the same thing. Like we normally do. We get the green sauce poured on there. And then we go through our day of work somewhere in the middle of the night, the beast awakens inside of my body. You know what I'm saying? It's like the grumbles and everything. And I'm like, all right, this too shall pass, you know, and I'll just go ahead and let it all out. Then I go to work. And we we always used to have this like 10 minute safety meeting before, you know, the shift started and I couldn't even make it in the meeting. I was sitting there. I was like, mm -mm. <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so I go to the bathroom and I'm like starting to sweat. <laughs> and then I sit down and I look down and I see some boots. I see Derek's boots. I said, Derek, is that you? He was like, oh, God. You're like, man, I'm, yeah. <laughs> We're both in the same stall. We're the two uh, two stalls next to each other, and we're just dying, dude. Yeah, you guys were like, "I'm done for the day." Yeah, that oh kind of God. stuff, man. Yeah, and it, I ended up having to go to the doctor for that because it wouldn't stop. Like after a couple of days, the nurse actually sent me home. I had to go to the doctor. I had this lady doctor, and she knew me pretty well because I would I was pretty regular at the doctor's, just going to get checked up. And she said, "Hey, Antoine, so how's everything?" And I'm like telling her what's wrong. And she says, well, is there any blood in your stool? And I said, no, there's no blood. It's just, you know, it's just coming, you know, <laughs> just won't stop. <laughs> so, so she starts to talk to me all casually and then she starts putting on this glove. Right. And I'm like, uh -oh. you know, I'm just starting to talk to her and I'm getting real curious about what she's doing with this glove in her hand. And then she starts to push on my shoulder. <laughs> she's like, you know, lean over. I'm like, look, I told you there is no blood back there. <laughs> And she's like, you know, I have to check just to make sure. I'm like, doctor, I told you, I, I may take my word for it. <laughs> and she starts getting all aggressive with this glove. And she goes in, man, and she, and she says, nope, no blood. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. You're like, I try to tell you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Because that is. Oh, you just don't listen, do you? I told you. I don't, no I don't know how old the crowd is that's going to be watching this. Oh, but it, ain't, it ain't fun as you get older to get that check. <laughs> oh man, I've uh no I, I matter of fact I haven't had one of those checks since then. How old are you, man? I'm 42, man. I have had I, I yeah. So I'm 42 too. Like oh, they told me I didn't need to get one. So you you already got one? Um yeah. I mean, I've had that 
I've had that whole, you know, check and I, I, I already had a colonoscopy, man. So yeah, don't, you got bad you know, guts or something or no, nah, just, you know, they just do that stuff like, um, every so often with you as you get older. But yeah, you know, I was just like, Oh, you're, you're of this age or you've had a couple of these things, or I had some stomach issues once and they did like a, a upper endoscopy. So they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what? It's time for you to get a colonoscopy. And I'm like, Oh, you shit. see the way you rub your hands together like that. I don't like that, man. I don't mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like well, the, I'm saying the do doctor, that. the doctor's doing like, that's yeah, what I'm saying. When they do out, stuff man. like that, it's like, you know, you, the, the good go thing. Well, the, the thing is with the colonoscopy, I thought it would be like brutal. Like the, you have to drink all this fluids and it just, it just wipes you clean, you know, but yeah. uh, it's not as bad as I thought, man. I mean, cause you can drink a lot of liquid. So I'm like drinking water and all that. And yeah. to be honest, it's like t- 12 hours. You can't eat 24 hours, 12 hours. You do that. And all of a sudden you're, you're in the hospital the next morning and like, just like that snap of a fingers, you're in the recovery room. You know, they, they just knock you out and they put you down. And then I had the upper, yeah, I had the upper endoscopy after another one, because like I said, I had a stomach issue before Uh and that one's funny because I was like laying there already, you know, and they, everybody just stopped moving and kind of was like looking at me or kind of not trying to look at me, but kind of waiting. Mm -hmm. And I'm just sitting there like, Okay, like, is am I supposed to be going to sleep right now because I'm wide awake? And then all of a sudden, one one lady looks down. Oh, oh, it's kinked, so they unkink it. And then all of a sudden, the 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 line that's going into my arm was kinked, and it starts going. And then it's like, I hear this like like a jet when you're up at like thirty thousand feet. It's like, you know, it's kind of yeah. like <clears throat> that's what happens in your ears as you're going out. But it was weird because it never, I had never like been aware of myself going out before normally it's like they just talk to you and they say like hey brandon you know and you're just like boom out you know but this time i was laying there for a couple minutes and then they did that and so i started for like 10 seconds i heard myself going out like that and then all of a sudden you know for then it just felt like a blink of an eye and i was back in the recovery room you know waking up so no no harm no foul everything's good and the good news is you know uh, no issues. So that's good, right? Oh, that's always good news. I'm just not looking forward to it, especially when I see a doctor come in going like this <laughs> with their hands. <laughs> oh, man, you don't want that. I Unfortunately, like I said, I uh, just be careful what you say in front of a doctor. That's all I got to say. Because you if you mean, say man? some, well, if you say like, hey, I mean, I got this, you know, the pain in my butt or back or whatever, it's like here, whoosh, right oh, off God. the bat. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and I had a six foot eight male doctor. So, you know, he, big hands. No, yeah. Sounds like your dog, your doctors enjoy their job a little bit too much. That's that's your problem. I don't know, man. Maybe it's just they got a hey, you know what? The the prostate exam gives them an extra bonus or something. Who knows, man? Maybe, maybe. We need to dig a little deeper into these medical practices. I don't want them to dig any deeper. Oh my god. <laughs> Stop was, digging. Nice one. Nice one. Oh. oh my god. All right, man. So embarrassing moments, man. I need to dig. There I go with the digging. I need to dig a little deeper and get into some embarrassing moments, man. You got to share it with with the rest of the YouTube. Yeah, one of the things that my <clears throat> my aunt just put up recently was a, a thing at Christmas with a 11 year old version of me out there trying to MC Hammer it on a dance floor with oh. my like with my like uh, Brandon Walsh because I you know my name is Brandon Walsh like nine hundred two one zero so younger people I never probably won't even that. know what that yeah oh. and so. A lot of people that are like my age or 10 years under, under older, no 90210. And that's the main character, Brandon Walsh, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And uh, so I had the same hair like flipped over and like all nice. greased up. 
And but I mean, I I was out there doing like Michael Jackson slash like you know Usher dancing all the time, man. So yeah, they got me like out there just doing my moves, like I'm trying hard, and it's pretty funny. It's a good video, dude. This is on video on a cassette. Did they transfer it to DVD or MP3? It's on it's on Facebook, man. Like they they have it on Facebook now. They I I thought it was funny though. I'm 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 always. I'm always down to laugh at myself, so oh, it's pretty man. hilarious. But I mean, yeah. I'll tell you what—I had some moves. I still have moves. I can I, still. I was going—I was going to ask that man. Do you? Do you still have the moves? Oh yeah, I can. If you—if you gave me a mirror and a couple of weeks, I could do the little videos where they're like doing the where they're like leaning and they're doing like the what do you call it like the the tw- the glitch videos. I could learn that because uh, I can do all that. I can crip walk. I can da- any kind of dance. I can oh, do dude, that, so. I got to see yeah. you crip walking, man. We got to, yeah. <laughs> once this is over, <laughs> yeah. Once I, this is over, you got to do like TikTok style crip walking. Yeah. I need to see this and I'm, I want to put it in here, dude. That's crazy because I can crip walk. I can play basketball and I can do moves like, you know, I have some NBA style moves. Like I can play basketball and I can crip walk and I can dance, but. It's all, you know, it's all getting pretty embarrassing at this age. So what are you going to do? <laughs> no, it's not embarrassing. If you can actually do it well, it is not embarrassing. It is. Yeah, stunning. I can. I can do it. I can do it. I can oh, brush man. the feet off and everything and do it. So nice. So are you, you were in Cali, right? What part of Cali? Yeah. San Diego. Oh, okay. San Diego. The yeah. nice part of Cali. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, oh man, it's so expensive here. I think I taught, I was, I talked to you about just general price of housing. I think we talked about for a minute, like how mm-hmm. expensive it is in Cali, but man, it is brutal out here, dude. I can only imagine, man. Yeah. Are you born and raised nice. there or what? No, no, I'm from Wisconsin originally. So I grew up in Wisconsin. Uh, after college, I looked around for a job in pharmaceutical sales and all that. There's like three reps per state in Wisconsin. So I moved to New York to try to get a job, okay. went to the city chasing a girl, of course, um, where she was going to school and I loved it, man. I lived in New York for two years Hmm. and, but I just like started thinking like, okay, well we, I mean, of course, when I moved there, we broke up immediately because that's how it goes, you know? So I, I, you know, get out there, but I had a better deal. She was going to school and I was living in a 50 story high rise, just in, you know, in hell's kitchen, just West of times square, meeting all kinds of new people, getting a new job in sales, you know, bartend guest guest bartending at spots. You know that was so much fun. Okay, but but um, then I'm like, you know, I don't. This is not me as far as like what I want to do with my life. Like I want to I want to have like barbecue cookouts and like be like at the beach and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. a buddy of mine graduated two years later than me, and we're like, let's do it. Let's move to San Diego, and we moved out here together and rented a place, and yeah, the rest is history. I met my wife like. You know, that girl came out with me at the time. We broke up again right away. And like six months later, I met Jen and she was like the nicest girl. She, you know, she didn't know she was good looking. You know, she she knew she was good looking, but she didn't know how hot she was. So it, gotcha. it, it, all, it all worked out great for me. <laughs> right, right. All right. So that takes, you said you were in New York and you <clears throat> you realized it wasn't you. You wanted more. Yeah. And that that's why you started pursuing things and you ended up in California. So yeah. I, go ahead. Yeah. No, this girl, I think this girl in New York wanted to make me her wife. And I was like, I don't know if New York's for me, man. She was like rich. And I was just like, I don't know if this is going to work out. I don't know if this whole thing's going to work out. I don't know if this lifestyle is going to work out. Like mm-hmm. I just, you know, cause everybody commutes in and everything in the city is just ridiculously expensive and unpractical. And I, I'm a, you know, I'm a family guy and I got exactly what I want now, mm-hmm. but I could see it then. You know, I wasn't going to raise kids in the city, you know, like, 
I'm not going to live in an apartment. I don't want to live in an apartment, even if it's a nice one in the city. Like I want to have a yard. I want to mow the grass. Like that's, you know, I, I still love that. You know, you want to be that suburban dad. Yeah, dude. We got a neighbor. One of our friends is, uh, my kids on his football team. He was the same way from Virginia. And he's like, you know, I was talking about getting turf and I'm like, no, I need grass. I I'll even spend the money to get the grass and make it look good. And so <laughs> I guess it's just the way people are, you know, but really it's more that since I moved to New York from New York to here, I've lived in a condo. So I didn't have a yard. So the condo was like up, you know, kept up by other people. And there was even no grass by our house. It was like, we had, a, we lived on a Canyon on one side and a you know, in a garage and a, driveway on the other so having this lawn it's like finally i have a lawn so i bought this crappy lawnmower it barely yeah. works but then i got like the weed whacker and the blower from milwaukee because i got all the tools from work and i already have those big you know high intensity batteries that work with it so i got those tools and i'm set man i'm set now yeah man, that's that. you are the official suburban dad that's the suburban except, warfare yeah except we got to move now so that's the next oh man problem. where are you going well, we, we, uh, we're, we're at this place right now where, uh, these people, we rent from these people here and we're, we're trying to buy, but right now the market is ridiculous. And so during COVID we had to make a move during COVID. And so that was already hard enough because people were really sketchy on just everything, you know? Yeah. And it were people like not trusting people's income and all that kind of thing. Uh -huh. So we moved here, love it, but they got, their kids are coming home from college at Christmas. So we got, we had one year. Now we're like, okay, we'll do one more year and then we'll buy, you know? So we told them in like June and they, they waited to July 3rd to tell us that they're actually going to not do another year. And we're like, uh -huh. so we found my wife's parents were in town. They were just coming over to stay with us for two days. Mm -hmm. And we're like, Oh, we got that news on the July 3rd. So our whole weekend was like kind of bummed just because of that. You know what I mean? Cause like yeah. now you're in that headspace. Like I, I don't have control at this place. I have to move yeah. now, you know? Damn. So uh, the housing market, I've heard the horror stories. So give me a first account of or firsthand account of what you're looking at. Because you, I'm, I'm assuming you need some space. You need outdoor space and yeah. indoor space. Yeah, we so got two kids. We got two kids. We got a trampoline. I got a treadmill. And my wife and I both work at home. So we oh, need, yeah. you know, minimum four bedrooms. This place is three. Uh -huh. And the kids love to share a room still. You know, I'm sure they're going to grow out of that. But right. Um, yeah. So we currently share this office and so she's out. We have a little nook space on the backside of this room here, which is great. But mm -hmm. when the kids are home, that doesn't work. <clears throat> so we're looking at four play, four bedrooms, even like I'll give you the rental. So 1500 square feet or so mm -hmm. is like $3,500 per month at, you know, give or take. Oh, I'm the breaks. Hold up. You said to rent to rent 1500 yeah. square feet. Yeah. Something like that. A four and a two is somewhere between, 3,300 and 4,500 somewhere. And there's a lot of range because of oh where you are. And, but I mean, some of the places are like 1200 square feet too. Um, so it's pretty ridiculous. Oh and then to God. buy those houses, like the house that we're in that has three bedrooms, it had an original one bath. They added a bath, the mm -hmm. backyard, the little front yard driveway, pretty nice. It's, it's all right, but it needs a lot of work would app would be at least $800,000. There's no way it would be less than that. So and how much are we talking? How much space? Uh, this is like 1300 square feet or 1200 square feet or something like that. So it, it, it would square feet, 800 K. Uh, yeah, for sure. Cause it's a house wow. in the middle of a, a, of a area that's, you know, kind of an up and coming again, you know, yeah. but we're looking at a place around the corner and we looked at it. It's like, 
it's a long cul-de-sac. It's a street that ends and, you know, there's no output. So it's like, uh, you know, one of those, it has no, uh, there's no through whatever, not a through street. Right. And the That's corner house, which is the one, man. yeah, the one with the one that is on the corner is nice. And then it's like three houses are good across the way. Three houses are good. <clears throat> but when you go down this, down the th way further, one side looks like a jungle. I'm not kidding. Like I'm mm. not, I, I can't even, I can't even describe you how crazy it looks. Um, but it like the property has like, it looks like it would be in one of those scary movies. And I, I had to shut up because my kids were getting freaked out. Um, <laughs> but there's like garbage and just crap everywhere. And then across the way, they have like seven cars in the yard and driveway. And they have like those Rubbermaid containers like stacked up against the fence, like too deep and like, you know, four or five wide all the way up to the fence and just crap everywhere. And I'm like, these people, oh man, that is like, I, I, I understand, but they just don't care what it looks like. And so, you know, there's a house for sale. I'm, I'm sure they're having a hard time selling it because, you know, the neighborhood right there at the yeah. end of that street toward the end of the cul-de-sac is not inviting at all. So, yeah. you know, it is, I bet you'll still sell it for eight, $900,000. I was going to ask, like, is the price still high, even though this is your surroundings? <clears throat> well, I mean, because it's like, as soon as you, so if we were to like stay there and just walk out of the cul-de-sac area and not go deeper in, I mm -hmm. would never go deeper in. Although mm -hmm. we went, we walked it last night just to see what was up. Mm -hmm. And as I went by the one house, I was a little sketch. We came around and we talked to a couple of dudes and they were, they were super nice. They were talking about their yard and all that. But then they had on one side, they said they captured and taken to the humane society, like 24 cats in the last couple of years, because yeah. there's so many cats right there. And I'm like, I wonder why, man, there's two yards that are completely covered in garbage. You know, wow. it's almost like one of those places where they need to have like the city manager come in and like take control of the property. It's that bad. It's pretty yeah. bad. For those prices, like, yeah, you need yeah. to keep that up. Yeah, and, and I was talking to another guy that uh, rents out property, and he was saying, like, a lot of people feel this way. I have a hard time being like, okay, this guy paid a million dollars for his house, and that guy paid 200000 20 years ago. So who's right? You know, who who should be the leader of the neighborhood or whatever? I mean, they got to coexist, right? And I feel right. it for both sides. But I was listening to the guys that have the money be like, Oh, you need, I don't care if, you know, you can't afford your house anymore. Like you need to, you need to pay, you know, pay someone to fix this and get your, all your trees trimmed. So they're not hanging over my, and it sounded a little privileged. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know, but it, it's going to kill their property value, you know? Yeah. I think that's where I am. I was talking on my first episode, I was talking to my neighbor across the street about some of these things that I'm seeing in our neighborhood. And I'm stuck in the middle of being the guy you were just describing, you know, like yeah. the guy who moves in and we pay a certain amount for our house. And we're looking at people who've probably been there and they paid 64 grand for their house probably. Right. But yeah. now it's almost like they can't afford to live there anymore because of the upkeep. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a tough spot to be in for sure. You know, for the, for the generations of the existence of that house or that neighborhood. It's, it's tough, man. Cause you want it, you want to live in a nice looking place. Yeah. And I had never even heard the term gentrification before, but that mm -hmm. I've heard it a few times now about like yeah. kind of rent. I, I think renovating the area sounds better. Gentrification sounds like, you know, like, I don't know. It sounds like genocide. It, I don't know. It's it not weird to me. It, it ain't a good sounds thing. terrible. It really yeah, it does. sounds terrible. It, it so, sounds terrible. but you know, I understand what people are saying because like literally the street that we live on, it's between a bus stop, which has some like homeless people like standing over there. 
but we're down this all this street and it's kind of like a very quiet street but every house is like a family now and it's like kind of quiet and it's it's just like our house is very relaxed and quiet and then that one is two blocks away that i was talking about which is it's fine we walk around it all the time but going down the street i wouldn't have i wouldn't imagined it could have been as bad as it was as you got to the end because it's in the middle of san diego i just thought you know people are like care about it or whatever but just like you yeah. said you know some of the people they couldn't afford it. There's no way they could afford it now, but they they bought it or it's family or whatever, you know, from yeah. years ago. And they're still there maintaining it. Yeah, man, for sure. Oh, man. But when I think of San Diego, so I went to MCRD, uh, the Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was my that was my uh, picture of San Diego. Uh, I yeah, went it's not there. bad. It's not bad, man. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, man, the weather here is so great. And, you know, the sky is always beautiful. But I'm seeing it from a fence line, from inside this fence, right? And every night we would hear the planes go by from the airport. And I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, there's that freedom bird. But once I get <laughs> out of here, at some point, I'm moving to San Diego because I like the weather. I've never seen yeah. the place. And then once I actually get into the real adult world, I'm like, I ain't never moving there. This is too damn expensive. I got to have like nine <laughs> jobs to live in freaking yeah. San Diego. <laughs> for sure. And you like for people that don't know where, where that is, I always say it, recruiting. Yeah. So MCRD, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. That's like right down by the airport, right on the bay or right on the coast, like right by where all the boats are docked and all that. So mm -hmm. that's in a great spot. I mean, it's and it's right across the way from Coronado, which is where the seals are trained and all that. So um, it's a great area and it's it's you know, it's a good way to be like to, to see San Diego. Mm -hmm. um, realistically, yeah, the houses that are in Point Loma right there. Uh, those are expensive. I mean, they're really expensive. So those are no, a lot of those houses are huge and they're real like millions of dollars. Hmm. But um, for the most part, yeah, like you said, the rest of us that live here now got to find a spot inland a bit. And then yeah. it's a battle of like how far inland you're going to go before you feel like you're not in San Diego anymore and you should just move God, somewhere yeah. else. You know what I mean? You're just paying San Diego prices, but yeah. you're not really in San Diego. Yeah, I mean, cause you can go 45 minutes I'm not 45 minutes. You can go 25, 30 minutes in and you're still paying California prices, you know? And so yeah. it's like, I can, I can do 30 minutes, but it's, but the problem is is 30 minutes in is almost 90 to hundred degrees. You know, it gets hot. So you, the, that, that, that cool breeze only gets five, 10 miles in and every, you know, I'd say five miles, it's going up 10 degrees. So gotcha. you're starting to get that hot, the hot temperature, but so we, live the the, yeah, we live at the beach. Yeah, we live at the, well, we lived at, <laughs> Cause here's the thing we live. Okay. I would say like four or five miles from the beach right now. Mm -hmm. okay. And here it's like 80 degrees today. If I go where I used to live in Pacific beach, it'd be like 70. When you get to the water with the wind and everything, it'd probably be 60, 65. So there's a big temperature shift. Okay. And that's why some of the beaches at San Diego are actually pretty cold a lot because it's not like on the East coast where the winds come in the other direction. So you get, you know, 80 degree water and it's 90 degrees at the beach. That doesn't happen in California very often, you know. Everyone I talk to kills my dream about San Diego. You just stomp on it and then spit on it and walk away. <laughs> well, <I'm> not, <laughs> I feel bad because <clears throat> I say all that, but I'm still a glutton for punishment, and I'm still trying to find that million-dollar, 900-square-foot house. So you know, what am oh, I going to do? Oh, man. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm got my fingers crossed for you, man. I hope you all yeah, find man. something soon, man. That's got to be yeah. pretty stressful, especially when you need, you know, the space for your boys. And it sounds like they're real active, y'all, active family. So yeah, man. Yeah. We could live in a small, here's the thing, you know, like with that, how active we are, we don't, I was thinking about it. We don't need 
a really nice house because we're never home, but mm -hmm. we actually need like four rooms because we actually have all that going on for my wife and I during the day. It's just mm -hmm. one of those things. But, um, the main thing is, is I'm blessed to, you know, be doing this YouTube thing and I'm, I'm, I feel blessed with the family and I got everything I'd want. So all, all we're looking for is some space to put over our, you know, uh, uh, some shelter that we need, but we, we're not in a bad spot as far as all the positives, you know? I got you. You know, uh, circling back to the YouTube thing. So you you review and you install and you kind of how to on YouTube regarding TVs. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm more of a I'm a tech mm -hmm. YouTuber, but most of my stuff is headphones and Bluetooth speakers. And I'm sitting here with boxes upon boxes of earbuds, headphones and Bluetooth speakers. And I have them stacked up in a spare bedroom. And I'm just like, all right, how do I get rid of this stuff? You know, it's coming in faster. Than I can move it. What are you, I mean, do you own these TVs? What happens here? I, what can you disclose any, any of this stuff? Oh yeah, of course. I'm happy okay. to. I always, I even tell people too, like I, it, you know, some of the TVs I just straight up buy and I take back because I can't like, the, like I am not to that spot where like, you know, these big companies are sending me these big TVs all the time. But gotcha. what, what happened to start was I actually was, the plan was, Okay, when someone calls me for a job, I'll review that TV or I'll, I would install it. That was first, right? Samsung mm -hmm. Frame was the first thing I did because um, I got this call about Samsung Frame. I went and installed it and that video did very well. And then I think a couple like TVs later, I was like doing this like cheaper Samsung TV. And then what happened, what really changed the game after I was doing installation videos for a bit and Granted, they weren't that great at installation videos. And as soon as I get some more space, we're going to do some good, you know, better ones. But because there's a lot of fun things you can do in the walls that people have no idea about. Mm. But um, and like one of them is putting behind the Samsung frame right here. There's this big like Legrand low voltage or panel that I stick an Apple TV in and power outlet and all that. So it looks pretty cool. And I made a video about that. But <clears throat> but um, the, the big change in my whole channel was my wife and I agreed to get the Samsung, or I'm sorry, the LG OLED and bring it to the house and start reviewing TVs legit, like review. Gotcha. And so I did that and I reviewed that. The three best TVs I reviewed in 2020. And then I made a video, which one I liked the best. And I started getting comfortable reviewing things because I had always wanted to do reviews. Okay. Um, and I still like, I mean, that's, that's how I taught, that's, that's how I found you and your channel for the prime days because I, I was watching all your videos on like the boom boxes and like uh, headphones and all that. And I, I liked your style and I thought that that's kind of how I wanted to do it from a practical standpoint and ha add some comedy if I could. I'm not as funny as you, but I try. Uh, but, you know, I'm not showing my, you know, my dog laying there with his balls hanging out during the middle of the day. Like I'm not that funny, but I try, you know. But when you said your balls oh, are hanging out, he like looked at you and he was like jumped right up. That was oh, hilarious. That Instagram. Oh my God. Dude, that Instagram. I was like, I was crying laughing the whole time because you were laughing on it. So I was laughing, you know. Oh, so I, I, like I was laughing so hard because that's how I sleep in real life. Like that's yeah. me with a bunch of fur. Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I did the reviews. Um, you know, it started taking off toward that was last uh, you know, last Black Friday. I, it just kind of kept going up and up and up. So every, I felt like I couldn't miss. I kept reviewing TVs and they kept doing really well. And so that's what I'm doing now. And mostly it's reviews and most people like the reviews, but the evergreen content of like making the installation videos is kind of what keeps it going. And so then I have all these TVs in my house now because I haven't been doing installation. So I got gotcha. right there, I got the Hisense TV, I got the Samsung frame. 
And I did that one where I did um, the three TVs in the living room, which took care of two of the TVs I had sitting around and, you know, they were just sitting in the living room up yeah. against the wall like this. Like one was facing the wall, one was facing this way, leaning up against a wall and leaning up against a remote for like two months. So the ones that I keep, I have seven TVs in the house right now yeah. um, and yeah. one's in the backyard. But yeah, I mean, sometimes I just, I went through somewhere. I'm like, okay, I don't like this one. And legitimately I got to take it back because I'm going to get this one. Gotcha. And then another one was like cracked. So I was like, okay, cool. I, I get lucky there because I'm take that back because it's cracked. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, it's, it is what it is. I'm just kind of like trying to hustle to make sure I have products, but you know, I don't want to burn anybody and make them deal with it. But the people at Best Buy know me because mm -hmm. I've been buying TVs for years. So I still buy so many TVs for other people that they're cool with me bringing one or two back here and there. Oh yeah. For your and, and, stuff. Okay. and everybody knows at the store, if I bring a TV back, they're going to get it for cheap. And it's going to be in good shape because I never yeah. mess with the TVs. So I that's good. All the employees just buy the TVs that I bring back. Oh, that's a pretty sweet deal, man. Cause it's open box, right? Yeah. It's open box. They get yeah. like 10, 20% off the TV I'll and it's in it. perfect shape, you know? Yeah. I'll, I will take it. Except, except the one that I dropped, but you know, it's a different story. Yeah. You don't sell that one. Okay. <laughs> so, so you got this 83 inch TV in your living room and then you have two TVs on top of it or three. No, two, two 55 inch TVs uh, above it, uh, all OLEDs. Uh -huh. And then on one side is well, my wife's side where she sits on that side on the right. Uh -huh. The PS5 is on the wall with four controllers. I and on the other on side, IG. yeah, on the other side, it's the, the Xbox Series X with the two controllers. Uh, and then insane. I got, yeah, and I got all that stuff from Height It Mounts. They sent me the control, you know, the wall mounting things for that. And so that uh -huh. was pretty cool. But yeah, it's a cool setup, man. I wish, I wish uh, it was in a, house that i was going to stay at though because now i gotta take it all down you know okay so you got all this set up so like if you were to use this to its maximum potential what are you doing so i'm looking at there's four screens or or three 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 screens one big one two smaller ones and you got the ps5 so how are you using this to its maximum <clears throat> potential like are you so, watching a game or and what are you doing well he, i'll tell you the funny thing and then i'll, I'll tell you what is really happening what's really happening is we have two game systems on the top so we can do X xbox on the one side and the play a ps5 on the other okay but then my my youngest is watching youtube videos on the big one and i'm still watching sports center on my little phone that's what's really <laughs> happening so then i'm sitting there watching the nba finals on my phone while everybody else is using my tvs right you gotta be kidding yeah. me man that's hilarious i mean so like what are you supposed to do as a dad because Nobody wants to watch basketball but me. I mean, we did watch right. the USA game last night. So we were watching the USA game I had on the big screen. But, mm -hmm. man, that was in kind of like poor quality. It didn't look very good because it was like yeah. Fubo TV or something. Yeah. But um, but what was – the ideal situation was to have this matrix that can like have up to four things go into the box and then yeah. it can go four out. And then any of the TVs can display anything. So I could put the Xbox on all three TVs or the PS5 on all three TVs, or I can switch them around whenever you want. So you could bring the Xbox immediately, just press a button and it's on the big TV. And then I can flip the game back on up there. And then, you know, so gotcha. what's going to happen is <clears throat> my wife's a Steeler fan. I'm a Packers fan. I, we both like both teams though, AFC, mm -hmm. NFC. So we're going to be watching one of the games on the big one and then another game on another. And then if the kids are out there, they can watch a YouTube video, but they both have tablets too. So they're like the ki kids these days don't even really watch TV. They watch it on their phones and tablets and stuff. That's so true. My son, it was really, 
Yeah, it was just a ridiculous idea, and I just had to do it. That's basically hey, it. <laughs> if you if you can go big, go big, dude. That is yeah. that's pretty cool, man. I I've got to see. I saw it on. I saw kind of like a, you know, kind of like a little flash that you did on uh on Instagram. So have you finished all your videos for for that setup yet? Yeah, I did the I did the installation video. So that clip that you saw that was from the end of the video, and so I ended up posting it. And you know, um, so yeah, we can ch check it out. It's pretty cool. It just says like triple oled install or whatever you know what man you are doing great on youtube you said you got started two years ago you're at 60k that's actually i mean that that is awesome to be half over halfway to 100k after two years and then your number your view counts are high <laughs> i mean we're talking yeah. double or triple digits no matter what you do yeah i mean I, that's why I'm, I, I said i try to make a i try to make the videos for 100k just because it's a lot i try to just make sure I think like, you know, that every person kind of like what they could do. And you know how that is. I mean, you know, it's, but the thing is, is like some products, like you're getting some of these products and you're, that's good for people to know about everything. But sometimes, you know, the, the masses aren't like recognizing how much value you're giving on some of those products. And yeah. so I just, I, you know, I just did a video on the settings for that TV and I knew the whole time it was going to be less than I was going to want, you know, but I did it anyways. Right. And now I know not to do a video on settings again because it didn't do it didn't do very good. So. I'm learning stuff from you right now about you know the videos I come up with in my head. Like doing a, I don't really call myself doing reviews when a company sends me a product. I just kind of showcase it because yeah yeah I haven't sure. used it. I'm sitting here unboxing it almost in real time as I'm shooting, yeah. and I'll just sample it real quick and tell you my you know quick opinion. I can't call that necessarily a review because I really know how to use this stuff already. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, no, but uh, that's like that's the user experience though too, right? And that's well, true. Yeah, you're saving people. I mean, because that's the thing is like everybody else is going to have to get it and then do the same thing, and then they're going to be like, "I do or don't like it." And so you're it's, you're like a test case for everybody, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not too not too shabby of a job, man. Uh, no, I, I, I'm really loving the, the YouTube and the social media space. I'm still new to it. I started YouTube in uh, 2016, like professionally, I guess you would say. Yeah, and. Um, but social media has never been my thing. I'm, I'm just, I don't feel like I'm really good at it. I know you saw me post the picture of me thinking about being on TikTok and it gives me a headache just to think about it, dude. Just like, it gives oh, me anxiety, it's painful. Dude. Yes. It gives me anxiety. But oh, now I'm man. starting to see like, <clears throat> what I'm starting to see is like, I, I get, let me give you, cause this will maybe motivate both of us. Um, okay. I saw this video from on this one dude who has like a hundred and, I think his YouTube channel has like 180,000 subscribers mm -hmm. and his like Instagram was like maybe 20, I don't know, 20 K mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, keep coughing. Right. And uh, he, he did this video for Netgear Orbi and it mm -hmm. has like a, oh, a couple thousand views on Instagram, but it was like, I, my Wi-Fi sucked and he shows his like, you know, numbers from like mm -hmm. the speed test. So I decided to get an Orbi and I hooked it up and it was quick and the app was simple. And now my internet's great. Boom, like 15 seconds. And it has like thousands of views. And he's getting serious? brand and he's getting like brand deals from that. Sorry, I had a fly by. There's the, the the freedom noise right there. Is that the freedom bird yeah. right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we got all kinds of I'm right by the I'm right by Mira Miramar, you know, the, the oh, next the base, base right okay. there. Yeah. Gotcha. So so yeah, so um my point is is that I did like a minute video mm -hmm. on both the one that you saw about the setup. 
and I did a minute video because, you know, you can do up to a minute video on it on Instagram. And then, right. they, you know, you got to turn it into something else like an IG post or whatever. IG, IG live or whatever. Yeah, exactly. See, I don't know any of this stuff either. And so now I'm thinking the shorter the video, then people will watch it like four or five, six times. You know what I mean? Because it's like only like 10, 15 seconds long. And they maybe you do it so fast they can't hear all of it. They're like, what? Wait, what? Orby? Is that the thing? And then they keep watching the video and video. And then all of a sudden it's got 100,000 views. Mm. So I'm starting to think that like at least Instagram is helpful. And also Instagram, I feel like people like brands and stuff, they recognize it even more than my YouTube channel. I have 1,500 people or 1,600 on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I get more communications with companies on there than my YouTube channel with 60,000 subscribers. Really? You know? So yeah, I think a lot of people look at like your Instagram as like a professional thing. And I think some of the, I don't know if, you know, people think YouTube and eh, it's like a YouTube, everybody has a YouTube channel, but I feel it's the opposite. I think YouTube has way more value, but yeah. if, if people are like, if they're going to look at you and they want 20,000 subscribers on uh, Instagram, I'm working toward it. So that's why I start plugging yeah. Instagram in the beginning, of all my videos now, you know, that, you know, and yeah, I'm, and I feel like I'm late to that party. And yeah, I'm I was too. To I was too. Yeah. So I, I got to get on it, man. I got to get on it if I want to do more. So before There's we get never out enough here, time. There's never enough time in the day, right? You tell it, man. I like taking naps too. So that just cuts yeah, it down even exactly, more. Exactly, <laughs> dude. I like shooting hoops. I like spending an hour pulling weeds. You know, there's oh, all kinds man. of things I can waste time on. You. But especially Monday, go, man, Tuesday. Sorry. I want to know what's next for Brandon. What, what's up? What's next? Oh, man. So. Well, I, uh, we have a vacation plan in August, mm -hmm. but I'm going to be doing a project with the company that I, I can't really even say anything about it, but I'm making a video, put it that way. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a cool video about some of the TVs that I like. So that's going to be one video I make. And then after I get back from our vacation, we're going to New York and DC. So, uh, we're doing a little family trip first post COVID family trip. So we're excited. Oh. I think, I think a lot of people are doing that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go see the Smithsonian at all. I don't know. I'm, you know what? I might do some Instagram posts, but that's the thing. I have a hard time balancing my, like my personal Instagram stuff with, you know, like the business stuff because nobody you wants know. to hear about it really. So then I'm like, should I just do a story on that or whatever? Mm -hmm. uh, but I think I might, I might get my own Instagram for myself and then post family stuff on there. We'll see. But, uh, but then when I get back from that trip, I'm going hardcore. Like I'm going to be just getting all kinds of TVs leading right up to black Friday, which is when it's busy. So, uh, I am going to be going to Cedia, which is like a custom integrator. Um, it's a designing thing for, uh, in installers mm -hmm. and that's in Indianapolis. So I'm going to be going there with techno dad and uh, some of these other guys, Joe and tell and youth man and other guys that I know mm -hmm. you're welcome to come, but I don't think there's probably any much value. You know, I don't know if you want to see how things are installed in homes, but <laughs> you know, but I was like a guy's trip, man. I'm going to go. I'm tagging yeah. along. I just invited myself. So I'm hey, going to. Will you be go going to CES? Yes, I am going. Man, this was supposed to be my year last year. I don't know about you, but I didn't get invited in 2020. And I didn't have enough like subscribers to like uh -huh. meet the thresholds. I don't know what the thresholds are for CES. But I mean, I like my friend that did that. That, that friend that did that Samsung frame that told me about that video. Uh -huh. They actually tried to get me set up for CES. They're like, do you know anybody that's in your crew that wants to go? Mm -hmm. Samsung offered. And they're like, maybe Brandon would. I had like 700 subscribers and they're like, we'll pass. And I'm like, oh, damn. Man. You know what, man, that, that whole subscriber count thing. It, it's a yeah. man. It's, it's overrated. It's a beast. It really is very overrated. 
But uh, CES 2019, I got invited by LG. CES mm, 2020, nice. I got invited by LG. And then as soon as I got home, it was like two weeks later, we got COVID. And I'm like, holy shit, I was there with those people. Well, the pe- the COVID came here through CES. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so like, 20, yeah, 2020 was the one that I wanted to go to. And then this one was canceled. So I was super yeah. pissed that this one was, I was like online. And I, I did it, but it was so pointless. I couldn't get yeah. any value from it, you know? I didn't even attempt to do anything with it because of that. Uh, 2022, I'm excited. I hope somebody invites me. So whoever's watching this, man, if you got a company and an extra ticket, you, you holler at your boy. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I, I'll see you there. Where is I don't. Is it typically in Vegas? Vegas, yeah. I think it's I'm Vegas there, every year. Do you so gamble? I, you know what, man? I, I, I will, but I have my limits. Like, I'm yeah. cheap, dude. If I could tie a string on a dollar bill and yank it back, I would. <laughs> like that album. Well, yeah, everybody kind of wants to do that once you lose. <laughs> once you, I'm the kind of guy that's like five. I'm not playing blackjack. It's like five dollar bet, twenty five. Mm-hmm. Okay, just two hundred. Let's do oh, it. Come shit. on, boom, oh, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's you give me heart palpitations now. Yeah. Hey, the last time we were there, twenty uh, twenty, it was twenty twenty. No, this was twenty nineteen. I was there, and uh, I was gambling with this one dude. His name is casey from mind seed tv he's got a pretty cool channel man he's in a cool. lot of paranormal stuff um, cool. but uh we were there and we went and we i think we started playing like penny slots and man i was killing it dude i've won like eight bucks i was <laughs> <laughs> but see i start thinking immediately what if that was a dollar slot that's my oh, problem man. you know yeah. and then yeah. so i feel like i just left i just left 792 dollars on the table or something mm, you know mm-mm. like that's how i no. I look at it the wrong way, man. I, yeah, I don't you definitely look at like, it the wrong way. <laughs> I like to play uh, poker and I uh-huh. converse and I'll go and I'll put down a hundred bucks and I'll win three, four hundred dollars playing poker. But my problem is then I go to blackjack and I want to throw it down hard right there, oh, you know, man. and then it's like, boom, done. I lost. <laughs> uh, you know what? When we go to see, yeah, when it's time to go gamble, I'm yeah. leaving you. I'm, I'm no, going here's to get something thing. to eat. No, you stay with me. <laughs> You stay with me, and then you literally just take my money and leave so that I can't spend it all once I win, you know? No, you might end up influencing me, man, and then I go home broke. Then my wife's going to be like, never nah. again. You're never going to see us again. No, I don't. I, I'm, I'm just with like on my own. I'm, I'm on my own. I don't make people. Like, I, I feel it. I can sit next to someone playing $5, and I'll help them, and I'll be like, you know, I'll do this, do that. But then, you know, sometimes I just get a wild hair, and I'm just like, 200 200 you know people are like whoa this guy's getting crazy oh man you, have you ever had the the group of people standing around you at the table you know like in yeah, the movie yeah oh for sure yeah yeah oh, I've had that, that guy no not that i mean i i you know well here if you got time for one more quick story i'll tell you yeah sure in college um we had so this is not embarrassing it's a funny story but so we had a party we had multiple parties i was 19 mm-hmm. had a party at our uh, at our apartment uh, crazy party, got scores of money, um, got busted. Someone outside told the police, oh, they're selling cups. I was like, no, we're not selling cups. On the wall, there was a big sign that said, we're selling three for $3 per cup, $2 shots. Like, it was like, no joke. They took that down for evidence. Like, Damn. okay. So I'm standing out there. Of course, I'm buzzed. I didn't get a ticket for underage drinking, um, which I don't know. I don't know why. But I had about $600 in my back pocket. I roll out the cash. They're like, count it. So I'm counting mm-hmm. and I'm counting twenties, twenties, twenties. You know, I'm not, I'm not counting out loud. I'm just like flicking through the monies. 
all the cops turned around the other way, I stashed all the twenties in my pocket and just started counting the ones. So I still had this huge brick of cash. Uh, I gave them all the ones. I probably had $200 in twenties left over. We got like a thousand dollars worth of tickets. Uh, one was without a liquor license selling, whatever. We went to a casino, the three of us that got in trouble. Mm-hmm. I got the tickets cause I had the money in my hands, went to a casino. We started, we, we split up the money. We started gambling. Um, we were playing and we were $5, $5, $5. And before you know it, we ended up making over a thousand dollars. We had all kinds of people watching us cause we're just college kids. So that was big money for us. Yeah. We ended up making more money than we needed to pay all the tickets off. And we went back home, paid the tickets were scot-free except for like the, you know, the whatever, but paid all the fines off, got out of it. So that oh, was man. pretty cool because it was one of those instances where we, the, the role we went on was one that gathered people around our, our blackjack table and it ended up being pretty cool because they all That's knew the story cool. too. So like all, all the people were like excited for us to make the money back. Uh, so. You know what? There's a moral to this story. Yeah. Whenever you're doing something crazy, make sure you're making enough money to get yourself out of trouble. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're going to be crazy, just keep going balls to the wall until you get your money back, you know? Yeah, man. That's what's up. Yeah. Hey, Brandon, man, I'm glad you took the time out to hang out with me today, man. I know you got some weeds to go pull, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like, what do you mean? Wait, it's over? Now what am I going to do the rest of the day, man? Come oh, on. <laughs> man. I'm taking a nap. That that whole dog park thing wore me out, dude. God, yeah, dude. Well, thank yeah, you for man. having me. I appreciate it, man. It's been a lot of fun, and I, I love your videos, and I, I love the name of this podcast, too, the one that no one wanted. I love it. That hey, was man, my... But you know what? The, I think the people are starting to like it, man. They're yeah, like, yeah. I didn't ask for this, but I think it's pretty good. That's right. Uh, so, I, I knew it would be successful, man. You're a funny guy. Of course it would be. Oh, man, I appreciate that, man. Much love back to you and to, you, to right. your family as well, man. I hope everything goes well with the, uh, with the house hunting and everything. Yeah. I'm, you got to keep me posted on that because I want to see I will, man what your living room wall looks like in this big new house you're going to get. Yeah. And the new place, man, I'm, I already told my wife on the way in every TV is going up on the wall and every one of them is going to be a video. So that's the, okay. that's another selling feature of the house. It's got to have some nice clean looking walls. By the way, you got some nice clean looking bathroom walls, man. We want a bathroom that looks like that. When you shot one of those like little videos or ah, pictures, I was like, imagine damn, a his... TV up there or something. <laughs> I, no, I was just looking at that clean white walls everywhere. I was like, damn, it looked oh, nice. Man. Well, yeah, that's because I shot the wall. You didn't see like from from waist. Oh, stop! Yeah, uh, whoever is the interior director, man, is <laughs> the interior designer. If it's you or your wife or whatever, nice work, guys. It's all about angles, bro. We got to work them angles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that. I know that. Oh man! All right, man. You be good, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks a lot, Antoine.